Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into Enlightenment Now by Steven Pinker, a thought-provoking exploration of humanity's progress through the lens of the Enlightenment. The book presents a compelling argument that the world is getting better, despite the prevalent notion that everything is on the decline. Pinker, a renowned Harvard professor of cognitive science and linguistics, brings his considerable expertise to the table, showcasing reams of data, charts and graphs that illustrate the vast improvements in health, prosperity, safety, peace and happiness since the 18th century. With his background as a frequent contributor to high-profile publications and as a member of the usage panel at the American Heritage Dictionary, Pinker is well regarded for his previous influential works, such as How the Mind Works and The Language Instinct. Enlightenment now is ideal for optimists, those who find themselves recovering from pessimism, students engaged in economics and philosophy, and readers who are weary of the continuous barrage of negative news. Pinker's book challenges us to look beyond the gloom and see the trajectory of human progress enabled by science, reason, humanism, and an enlightenment way of thinking. It's a timely reminder of the power of perspective and an inspiring affirmation of the human potential for improvement. Join us as we summarize the key insights from this enlightening narrative. Enlightenment Now. The Case for Reason, Science, Humanism, and Progress. Introduction. The Bright Side of History. Understanding Progress in the Modern World. Sometimes, it feels like the world is on a downward spiral, full of chaos and despair. Turn on the news and it's easy to believe that society is teetering on the edge of collapse. But what if I told you that this pervasive sense of gloom doesn't quite match up with reality? Let's cast a beam of light on the darkness and see the world for what it really is, a place that has seen remarkable progress and is potentially on the cusp of even more. Consider the metrics that matter, violence, famine and poverty. These aren't just declining, they're hitting record lows. Conversely, Look at the quality of life indicators like life expectancy, prosperity, and overall happiness. They're skyrocketing to levels our ancestors couldn't even fathom. While environmental concerns remain valid, it's worth noting that our skies and waters are clearer than they were half a century ago, showing promising signs of recovery and resilience. These positive trends don't derive from wishful thinking. They're the fruits born of the Enlightenment era. This pivotal movement heralded science, rational thought, and a human-centric approach as the beacons leading us away from the so-called dark ages and towards a brighter future. Let's delve deeper into this story of human triumph to learn how. The span of our lives has drastically expanded beyond what once was the norm. Poverty in historical England was so severe that the destitute resorted to bone milling. And why? Fears surrounding artificial intelligence might be more science fiction than future fact. There's less reason for doomsday prepping and more cause for optimism, as you'll soon discover. So buckle up and let's journey into the tale of eternal human progress, guided by the torch of enlightenment thinking. It's a story that's still being written 
and the most exciting chapters may lie just ahead. Part 1. Rediscovering Humanity Through the Lens of the Enlightenment Imagine stepping into a world where rational thought trumps superstition, where scientific inquiry paves the way for progress, and where each person's humanity is recognized and cherished. This isn't a utopian fantasy. It's the legacy of the Enlightenment, a pivotal chapter in the annals of European history that still reverberates through our contemporary society. The flickers of Enlightenment thinking began lighting up the European intellectual landscape in the early 18th century, cutting through the aforementioned fog of fear and uncertainty. In a time when curses were seen in thunderstorms and mythical creatures roamed the uncharted waters and woods, the Enlightenment's clarion call for reason was revolutionary. Four pillars upheld this transformative era, reason, science, humanism, and progress. Each pillar demolished fallacies and built new standards of thought that shape our lives today. Reason dethroned sacred texts and authoritarian decrees when they clashed with logical and moral rectitude. Think of the horrid institution of slavery. Once a societal mainstay, it crumbled under the scrutiny of enlightenment rationality. Science started to be revered, not as a collection of dusty facts, but as a framework for understanding what makes us universally human. Pioneering insights in neuroscience, psychology, and anthropology paved the way for humanism, a seismic shift from divine supremacy to secular ethics. No longer could religion justify atrocities like the Crusades. Humanism laid the moral groundwork to recognize such violence as unconscionable. Humanism, in turn, nurtured cosmopolitanism, which infused today's global values with a spirit of broad-mindedness. In contrast to the tribalism of past ages, cosmopolitanism celebrates the idea that regardless of where you were born, you belong to the world at large. It acknowledges that beyond borders, we share a common bond in our humanity, deserving of equal rights and opportunities. This enlightened philosophy championed a new sort of citizenship, one not confined by parochial limits, but expanded to the entire world. Welcome to modern cosmopolitanism, a proud heritage of the Enlightenment and the lifeblood of today's societies that champion diversity, tolerance, and unified progress. Part 2. The Enduring Impact of Enlightenment Ideals in Our Increasingly Interconnected World it's not uncommon to encounter voices painting a grim portrait of our current times, decrying a supposed decline as if the world is slipping into chaos. Skeptics argue that we are witnessing the erosion of Enlightenment values, pointing to the barrage of negative headlines as evidence that rationality, peace, and cooperation are on their last legs. But is this really the case, or are such claims overlooking the broader picture? To understand why these assertions don't hold up, we must first consider entropy. In physics, entropy is a concept from the second law of thermodynamics that predicts the eventual disorder of closed systems. Take a sandcastle on the beach. Left alone, it will succumb to natural forces, eroding away to nothingness. Some critics use entropy as a metaphor to suggest that society, much like that sandcastle, is inevitably wearing down its Enlightenment foundations crumbling to dust. 
Yet this metaphor fails to capture the dynamic nature of human societies. Unlike closed systems, societies are open, complex, and adaptive organisms. They are capable of resisting the pull of entropy by incorporating new energies and ideas, much like living organisms do to maintain and expand order. The true state of the world, when assessed through a lens supported by empirical data, presents a far brighter outlook. Over the past century, numerous metrics across various dimensions, life expectancy, crime rates, happiness, wealth, and life quality, have all been trending upward. The prognosis isn't one of doom, but rather one of pronounced betterment and potential for continuous growth. So, let's dispel the notion of decline and reflect on the tangible data that reveal the resilience and progress of our global society. Like an organism that adapts and evolves, human civilization continues to reap the benefits of its Enlightenment heritage, thriving amidst diversity and forging new paths to prosperity. Numbers don't lie, and as we examine them, we'll see just how robust and vibrant the human experiment remains under the guiding principles of the Enlightenment. Part 3. Longer, Healthier Lives A Testament to the Progress Sparked by the Enlightenment Cast your mind back a few centuries, and you'd be looking at a global average life expectancy of a mere 29 years. A number that's rather sobering, especially considering that hunter-gatherers likely lived a few years longer. However, since the dawn of the Enlightenment, the tapestry of our existence has been embroidered with more years, better health, and greater well-being. One of the most dramatic enhancements over the past couple of centuries has been the plunge in child mortality rates. This decline serves as a significant booster for the overall average life expectancy. Additionally, maternal survival during childbirth has seen a remarkable increase leaving a positive ripple effect on societal health and longevity. Imagine a person reaching their 30th birthday in mid-19th century Britain. At that time, they could hope for an additional 30 years of life. Now, jump forward to the turn of the 21st century, where the same age would offer a hopeful horizon of 52 more years. The octogenarians of the past could expect about five more years. Today, they can envision nearly a decade. And this progress isn't confined to wealthier nations. Consider Ethiopia, where the life expectancy of a 10-year-old has surged from an additional 34 years in 1950 to a promising 51 years today. These aren't just more years tacked onto life, they're healthier, more vibrant years, thanks to the almost complete eradication of diseases like polio, smallpox, measles, and rubella. In the not-so-distant past, infections did not discriminate between the affluent and the impoverished. High-profile cases, such as the tragic death of U.S. President Calvin Coolidge's 16-year-old son due to an infected blister, underscore just how pervasive these health threats were. Nowadays, through the valorization of science, we understand simple yet life-saving practices like hand-washing, mosquito nets, and purified drinking water. Moreover, the specter of famine, a once-frequent visitor to even the most advanced societies, is now on the retreat. Consider the hard winters in 19th century Sweden that brought famine, 
or half a century ago when more than a third of the world's population was malnourished. In a resplendent turn of events, malnourishment has dropped to 13% in 2015, a figure that's even more astounding given the surge of the global population by 5 billion during the same period. Behind this miraculous transformation lies the science of agriculture, which, through continuous advances, allows us to grow more nourishing crops on less land and with less water. The Enlightenment ideal of relentlessly pursuing knowledge has truly borne fruit, or in this case, grains, serving as a beacon of hope for the sustenance and health of billions. Part 4. Prosperity and Equity the remarkable economic legacy of the Enlightenment. Rewind to the years before the intellectual revolution of the Enlightenment, and you'd find the masses trapped in a relentless cycle of poverty, undertaking laborious and often dehumanizing tasks for meagre wages. Whether grinding bones in England for fertilizer or dredging the unsanitary drains of Paris in chains, the poor faced bleak prospects. However, as the 18th century gave way to the 19th, the tenets of the Enlightenment began to catalyze meaningful change. By 1820, about 90% of the global population languished in extreme poverty, but the seeds of economic transformation had already been sown. Between 1820 and 1900, the gross world income saw a phenomenal tripling, fueled largely by the rise of a new cosmopolitan outlook that prioritized trade and shared prosperity over sectarian strife. As this enlightened practice of mutual trade gained traction, wealth began to radiate outwards, touching even the most distant nations. The first half of the 20th century witnessed another tripling of global income, followed by yet another tripling within a mere three decades. Today, we see economic miracles in countries like South Korea and Singapore while others such as Vietnam, Rwanda and El Salvador are steadily doubling their incomes, with a bevy of nations not far behind them. Of course, with rapid growth often comes a spike in inequality, as freshly minted centres of wealth cast sharp contrasts with slower-moving economies. Yet this is where the Kuznets curve comes into play. Coined after economist Simon Kuznets, this theory observes that after a surge in inequality, economies gradually level out. The data today attests to this pattern, with a notable downtick in wealth disparity paralleling a reduction in poverty rates. Additionally, Wagner's law further illuminates economic progress. As a country becomes wealthier, it starts investing more into social programs that cushion and uplift the underprivileged. In early 20th century Europe, only 1.5% of earnings were dedicated to such initiatives. Fast forward to the present, and you'll find that an average of 22% of national income is funneled into these critical endeavors. The Enlightenment's influence over global wealth distribution has been both profound and enduring, instilling principles of growth and fairness that continue to shape our economic landscapes. What once was a world mired in destitution now witnesses nations steadfast on paths to affluence and reduced inequality, a testament to the enduring power of Enlightenment ideals. Part 5. From Battlefields to Ballots. How the Enlightenment Curbed Global Violence. 
The harrowing images of conflict, such as those emerging from Syria, paint a grim narrative, one that seems to suggest an era of unparalleled violence. Yet, when we look past the individual tragedies to examine the broader strokes of history, we see a different picture, one where the world is actually becoming increasingly peaceful. Let's cast our minds back several decades. The Bangladesh War of 1971 resulted in a staggering 10 million refugees, while the redrawing of India's borders in 1947 uprooted 14 million lives. The cataclysmic events of World War II forced some 60 million people from their homes. These figures dwarf the refugee counts of today's conflicts, however devastating they may be individually. At the heart of the Enlightenment was the belief that human reason and problem-solving were the keys to unlocking a brighter future, one where disputes could be resolved without resorting to arms. In the spirit of this age of reason, 1945 saw the inception of the United Nations and the seminal Universal Declaration of Human Rights. This document, an embodiment of humanitarian and enlightened principles, was the work of diverse minds, ranging from Mohandas Gandhi to Aldous Huxley, along with contributions from Muslim scholars. Since then, the United Nations and other international bodies have played critical roles in de-escalating conflicts. In tandem, economic interdependence and diplomatic engagements have acted as powerful deterrents against warfare. As a result, the world has experienced an unprecedented span of 70 years with markedly fewer wars, with notable declines following 2009 as various civil conflicts, such as those in Angola, Chad, Peru, and Sri Lanka, drew to an end. The connection between prosperity and peace is stark. As nations grow wealthier, the allure of militant insurrection wanes. With increased national wealth can come improved healthcare, education, and other social services, which in turn diminish the appetite for civil unrest. This isn't mere speculation. The data laid out before us tells a story of a world where incentives for crime and conflict are on a downward trajectory. It is a world that is not only richer in a monetary sense, but wealthier in safety and stability. Thanks to the ideals championed during the Enlightenment, ideals that continue to resonate today, we are residing in what could be considered the safest period in human history. Part 6. Enlightenment Ideals. Paving the way for democracy, equality, and quality of life. Cast your thoughts back to the 1970s, a time when democracy seemed to hang by a thread, and critics like West German Chancellor Willy Brandt viewed it as an outdated relic destined for obsolescence. Yet, unbeknownst to skeptics, the winds of change were already stirring, ushering in an unexpected renaissance for democracy on a global scale. This resurgence of democratic governance wasn't mere happenstance. It was a direct inheritance from the philosophers of the Enlightenment, who dared to dream of a government free from the shackles of despotic reigns, religious extremism, and relentless bloodshed. Humanity was ready to leave behind the brutal legacies of slavery, torture, human sacrifice, and the barbaric punishment of dissenters. The bloody revolutions that rocked China and Mexico in the early 20th century served as stark reminders of the need for a stable and just political system. Democracy emerged as the guardian against both authoritarian tyranny and lawless anarchy. 
its adoption has been synonymous with stronger economic development, reduced occurrence of atrocities, and advanced educational outcomes. By 2015, the world was home to 103 democracies, a remarkable feat, considering the count had dwindled to a mere 12 during the rise of fascism in the 1920s. The democratic tide has been a boon for Enlightenment principles, fostering a cosmopolitan climate that erodes the foundations of racism and sexism. Unlike the error-laden dogmas of prejudice, rational thought provides no sanctuary for discriminatory beliefs. Indeed, under the light of reason, such views wither and die. The modern planet has become a melting pot of cultures and ideas, a place where interactions increasingly challenge antiquated biases. This transformation is reflected in the dramatic decline of institutionalized racism. From 1950, where half of the world's nations held discriminatory laws, to 2003, where less than a fifth maintained such legislation. And setting aside the singular case of Vatican City, women enjoy the right to vote wherever men do. In essence, the Enlightenment hasn't just bequeathed us abstract notions of freedom and equality. It has laid the groundwork for tangible progress in governance, civil rights, and the betterment of our everyday lives. Today, thanks to the enduring influence of Enlightenment values, democracy stands not as an artifact of the past, but as a living testament to human aspiration and advancement. Part 7. Facing the future with rational optimism in an age of exaggerated threats. In today's media landscape, it's easy to get swept up in a tide of alarmism, where every headline feels like a harbinger of some new global calamity. Yet, when we step back and analyse the information at hand, we often find the spectre of fear isn't as daunting as we've been led to believe. Take terrorism, for example. The horrors perpetrated by ISIS and similar groups are indeed terrifying, but is the perceived threat to countries like the United States proportionate to the fear it engenders? Public opinion seemed to suggest so in a 2016 survey where a majority of Americans saw ISIS as an existential threat. However, crunching the numbers tells us a different story. The average American is actually at a greater risk from natural occurrences like lightning strikes or bee stings than a terrorist act. Even on a global scale, the odds of dying from accidental causes far exceed those of falling victim to terrorism by a factor of 125. These statistics challenge the pervasive climate of fear, pointing toward a sensationalism rife within media reports, which often prefer to amplify threats rather than provide measured analysis. The hyperbole reaches beyond terrorism, spilling into the realm of technological dread with the often cited fears of artificial intelligence, AI. Images of apocalyptic AI revolts a la the Terminator populate our screens, and sometimes even the discourse of renowned figures like Elon Musk and Stephen Hawking. Yet, should we be ringing the doomsday bells every time an AI masters another human skill? The truth is, technological progress has historically been accompanied by increased safety measures. Systems are layered upon systems of checks and safeguards, meaning that many potential threats are kept at bay through vigilant and continuous monitoring. We must remember, people are nothing if not resourceful. The very minds capable of developing advanced AI are equally capable of foreseeing and preparing for potential mishaps. 
It's unlikely that such brilliant innovators would leave our fate to chance without creating multiple layers of contingencies. In this light, the Enlightenment's call to rely on reason over hysteria remains as crucial as ever. Rather than succumbing to the siren songs of pessimism and doom, it is rational optimism that should guide our responses to the challenges of our time. By refusing to inflate threats beyond their true scope, we uphold the enlightened values that have carried us thus far, readying ourselves to meet and surmount the future's uncertainties with discernment and poise. Part 8. The Vigilant Defense of Science and Reason Against Unfounded Attacks Science, with its enduring pursuit of truth through empirical study, stands apart from ideology and personal convictions. It seeks understanding, not conflict. It thrives on curiosity, not controversy. However, history reveals a turbulent narrative where science, one of the noble legacies of the Enlightenment, has faced its share of detractors. From time to time, voices rise in an attempt to denigrate science, either through willful ignorance or a deliberate ploy to further their own ends. It's a pattern that demands scrutiny, for when the underpinnings of reason and progress, core enlightenment principles, are undermined, society stands on precarious ground. Take, for instance, the egregious claim that scientific thinking enabled the horrors of the Nazi regime. This assertion crumbles under the slightest inspection, as Adolf Hitler's stance was firmly against the Enlightenment ethos. His ideology hinged on the Aryan myth, a rhetoric starkly opposed to Darwin's concept of equality within human evolution. Similarly, the theory of eugenics, often maligned as a progenitor of Nazi policies, was originally conceived as a benign idea by Francis Galton. While Galton suggested incentivizing the reproduction of talented individuals, the perverse iteration involving forced sterilization was a far cry from his initial proposal and certainly not grounded in legitimate science. In contemporary discourse, one can sometimes detect a subtler shade of this antagonism towards science particularly around pressing environmental issues like climate change. The exigency to slash carbon emissions drastically by mid-century to curb global warming is not a fiction spun by vested interests, but a conclusion drawn from rigorous scientific analysis. Assertions that dismantle the gravity of such issues, branding them as hoaxes or conspiracy theories, are not only misleading, but potentially perilous. In this context, the insistence on protecting legitimate scientific principles and findings becomes not just a matter of academic integrity, but a civic duty. We must be ever watchful for the dismissal of reason as an enlightenment value. For the price of ignorance is often far greater than we can afford. It falls upon each of us to uphold the legacy of the enlightenment by ensuring that science and reason are celebrated as beacons of progress, not vilified as agents of division. Part 9. Hope reigns as Enlightenment values continue to guide our path. Witnessing the rise of figures like Donald Trump can stir a sense of concern among those who value the principles of the Enlightenment. Yet, even in such moments, solace can be drawn from the resilience inherent within democratic systems and the affirmation of progressive ideals among the wider populace. It's heartening to recall that despite Trump's victory, the popular vote did not swing in his favor, 
and his presidential approval ratings remain on the lower end of the historical spectrum. Democracy, with its intrinsic checks and balances, has already demonstrated its capacity to temper attempts at overreach, ensuring that the voice of reason is not easily drowned out. Europe has faced its own brush with movements that seem to step away from Enlightenment values, favoring nationalism and a retreat from global connectivity. Despite these challenges, the populist wave has achieved a vote share of only around 13% and has seen as many losses as gains in legislative representation. Notably, in nations like Poland and Hungary, where populism has found more substantial support, it is predominantly the older demographic driving this trend, suggesting that it may not represent the direction of the future. In the case of Brexit, a divide was indeed visible. But it's enlightening to note that only 29% of college-educated individuals cast their vote for this retreat from the European Union. While the decision might have reflected a resistance toward an interconnected world, the overall trajectory of society suggests that cosmopolitanism is far from losing its allure. Looking to the younger generation provides a source of optimism. Surveys have routinely demonstrated a tilt toward more progressive, inclusive, and secular views among youth when compared to their elders. Globally, there's a noticeable shift away from staunch religious adherence, with countries that have traditionally been strongholds of faith showing meaningful declines in religious identification. Enlightenment virtues, reason, science, humanism, appear to be gaining ground with each passing generation, cultivating a society that prefers empiricism over dogma, inclusivity over seclusion. Although religion itself is not antithetical to enlightenment, society makes its greatest strides when not exclusively bound by the rigidity of sacred texts. Looking past the pessimistic narratives woven by cultural commentators and the skewed portrayals of media, the numbers narrate an uplifting story of progress anchored in enlightenment values, a tale that's unlikely to regress. As today's youth step forward, Embracing the very foundation laid by the Enlightenment, they herald a future that remains steadfast in the light of reason and human-centric ideals. Final Summary Embarking on the journey of this book, we discover a world that may seem fraught with danger and despair, yet, upon closer examination, reveals an undercurrent of unceasing progress. The Legacy of the 18th Century Enlightenment an era that birthed the age of reason, has propelled humanity towards ever greater heights of prosperity, health, and harmony. The tapestry of modern history, when held up against the backdrop of our past, showcases a dramatic reduction in the prevalence of poverty, disease, and conflict. Our collective movement forward has been marked by a diminishing reliance on superstition, a decline in discriminatory beliefs, and a steadfast resistance to the rhetoric of war. In this grand narrative, the world stands as a testament to the power of enlightenment principles, advancing knowledge, fostering reason, and promoting a humanism that sees beyond borders, tribes, and creeds. As we continue to confront challenges and uncertainties, it is the flame of the enlightenment, with its belief in rational thought and the potential for societal betterment, that lights our way. We live at a time that is arguably the pinnacle of safety and enlightenment in human history, an era where the specter of our ancient afflictions appears ever more distant, and while the path ahead may still hold its share of obstacles, 
the progress we've charted serves as a beacon of hope, assuring us that the march of reason and progress remains inexorable. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.